This is Marriage to the Max, episode number two. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm Brett Hurst. And I'm Kelly Hurst. We are marriage educators, and we're also the co-founders of Home Encouragement. This podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Our hope in doing this is to encourage you in your marriage relationship. We believe that healthy marriage should be a front-burner conversation, and we're here to help that happen. In this episode, we'll be discussing... FaceTime. So we're going to take a uh, trip down memory lane for a moment and think back to your dating years. You know, isn't it funny when when you were dating, you, you never lacked for anything to talk about. At least we didn't. <laughs> we'd, we'd sit in restaurants. We'd talk for hours about music and movies and books and music. And and, how to solve the world's problems. And music. <laughs> and one could argue that, uh, you know, that there are many things for married couples to talk about. Kids, Work, bills, car repairs, you know, port cards, the house, construction, whatever. Oftentimes, married couples forget how to talk uh, about each other to each other. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably married, yet you'd be surprised how little time, on average, many of us spend talking to each other. In fact, they say the average married couple in America spends on average, three minutes a day in meaningful conversation. Can you believe that? Wow. We, we get into routines of doing so many other things in life, you know, thinking and concentrating on so many distractions that we just don't take the time uh, frequently to look at one another. Uh, you know, back when we were dating, we were all goo-goo-eyed and we're, you know, we could <laughs> do stare-outs forever and look into each other's eyes. And for some reason then it wasn't a problem. So anyway, in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, what we call FaceTime, which can be one of the great keys to intimacy. And intimacy is one of the true foundations of a satisfying marriage. Mm -hmm. Patrick Morley says that the one thing that most men lack, in fact, is the one thing that most women want, and that's intimacy. Mm -hmm. And no matter how long you've been married, there are a few things that can create stronger intimacy than enjoying quality FaceTime with the one you've married. You know, it's more likely that what got you two together in the first place is what we're talking about. And it's so easy to do. So, Kel, what are the four simple steps that make FaceTime become a powerful expression of love once again? Well, we've come up with something for each letter. So the F in FaceTime stands for focus on one another. And this may sound like such a duh thing in marriage. Of course, you need to focus on each other. But life is full of things that compete for our time. Mm -hmm. There are so many things that pull for our attention, our energy, our focus. And we all struggle with kind of living in this rushed, you know, moving at a lightning speed, getting a thousand things done, that really that is a, a huge danger for marriages and personal schedules that are full of 
stuff, mm-hmm. you know, earthly stuff. It just kind of gets in the way. And so what we talk about focusing on, on one another is really sitting and giving undivided attention. And it's listening. You know, we talk a lot about uh, in our classes about listening being kind of a lost art. Right. You know, it's a necessary part of communication. Absolutely. And if you really think, how many people do you know in your life who are really, really good listeners, where you know, if you're talking about something, they are giving you absolute undivided attention. Am I a good listener? You're an excellent listener. All the time? Most of the time, no. you're an excellent <laughs> listener. Um, so, you know, listening and giving that that really, that just quality time focus is a huge piece. And couples are so busy that they don't take the time to just sit down and really look at each other. I mean, we'll talk to couples and they'll say, well, we spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. And then we, we ask them to break it down. <clears throat> it's like, well, we spend a lot of time in the same room together. Right. You know, but one of them's on the computer, one of them's doing laundry, one and of them's, you know, watching exactly TV. exactly count. Yeah. And so we kind of sometimes misunderstand the idea of spending time together. Right. But what we're talking about is really creating that intimate, undivided attention, eye contact, the whole thing, yeah, focus. I, I should clarify. I mean, it's okay to hang out in the same room. It's sure. okay to have quiet time. It's even okay to be separated. But but there has to be uh, a time like what we're talking about, focusing on each other where you're really uh, giving each other quality attention. Right, because we found if you don't find time for the focus and even if you are in the same room a mm. lot, eventually you're going to start really craving that and you're going to feel like something's kind of breaking down. Right. Okay, the A in FaceTime is to ask meaningful questions. When I was a kid, I had a subscription to Rolling Stone magazine. And, you know, my favorite writer back then in the 70s was Cameron Crowe, you know, now the big famous movie director and so forth. And he usually did the big feature articles, you know, on all my favorite musicians, you know, it could be McCartney or Dylan or whoever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unless you're Bob Dylan, uh, who doesn't like to be interviewed? You know, he may be sick of it, but you know, even the quietest and laid-back person likes to, from time to time, express their own personal thoughts and their opinions. So, you know, the question is, when do we give one another the opportunity to just express what's going on inside each one of us? You know, it's kind of cool to be asked questions like a feature writer for a magazine when I, you know. Well, what did you think about that? How did you feel about that? You know, what's the story there? Uh, there need to be times where we actually encourage the other person to talk. Right. Draw it out of them. Exactly. Dale Carnegie once said, you know, you'll gain more friends in three minutes by getting interested in other people than you will in three months of trying to get them interested in you. I love that quote. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you want to cultivate more intimacy in marriage, you're going to get further down the line with a few minutes of thoughtful questions than you would in three months of trying to change or impress your spouse. So, you know, I think it's a good idea for all of us to think like a skilled journalist when asking meaningful questions to our significant other. Right. So we focus on each other. We ask meaningful questions. And the C in FaceTime stands for care for the other one speaking. So now you've taken the time to listen. You've taken the time to ask meaningful questions. And now it's time to offer support. And really, the way we do this is just we take a cue from Scripture, the passage that says we're to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Mm -hmm. That's all about empathy. 
And it's a great thing to be excited with your spouse when he or she is excited about something. And it's so important to, when your spouse is struggling with something, to not only offer encouragement, but to just kind of feel low right along with them. You know, we need that sometimes. And so this is how we build a stronger bond is by meeting some of those needs. You know, if you think back, you got married because you needed somebody else, you know, Mm -hmm. and then sometimes we move into marriage, we act a little bit independently as if we don't need each other as much. I need you. (laughs) And you're listening to Marriage to the Max. If you're in the Houston area, Home Encouragement hosts a monthly date night called Dinner in a Marriage at Hostel Pasta Restaurant in Katy. You can check out upcoming dates at homeencouragement.org, and all you need to do to make a reservation is email us at thehursts at homeencouragement.org. We would really love for you to join us. Welcome back to Marriage to the Max. We're continuing our conversation about FaceTime. So before the break, we started to unpack what FaceTime stands for. F is to focus on each other. Uh, The A is to ask meaningful questions. C is to care for each other. So what's the E? The E is to ease into this routine slowly. Um, we all have to improve our relationships. You know, everyone, like you always say, there's always room to go to the next level. You can always make it better. But some of us have high expectations for what that improvement might look like. And we live in a culture of instant demand, instant access, 10 zillion choices, and we can get a little spoiled, you know, in our culture. And we get conditioned into thinking, I should have what I want, you know, when I want it, right now. Are you calling me a narcissist? <laughs> I am not. But in relationships, you can't operate that way at all because you have to give one another grace. You have to practice patience. And if you'll try some of the things that we're talking about today and move slowly and kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm with this while cutting each other slack along the way, you'll start to get the hang of it and you'll start to create comfortable intimacy with one another, which is, you know, really just a huge foundation for a healthy marriage. So what you're saying is you can start going through these letters that we've laid out, but do it in a very graceful, patient way. Don't expect change overnight. You might be turning a big ship around. Is Mm -hmm. that what you're saying? Absolutely. You have to just kind of, you know, let this play out and give it a little bit of time to find your rhythm. Right. And, you know, you might start doing this maybe on your own and your spouse might get suspicious. Like, what are you doing? What What do you mean showing me undivided attention? You haven't shown me interest in seven years. You know, what's happening here? So let's say someone is listening to this podcast and they want to start creating a routine of FaceTime in their relationship. Brett, what would you say might be a realistic goal? Uh, You know, five to 10 minutes a day, a couple of times a week. Mm -hmm. The main idea here is You want to move out of the habit of just coexisting in the same room. And uh, you don't want to freak your partner out, but but you can start doing things. You know, longevity is the key, Mm -hmm. and repetition 
is a very powerful thing. And after a while, people get conditioned to uh, a new direction. So you can move gradually toward true undivided attention. You know, some people might say, well, all that sounds a little insincere. Mm -hmm. You know, what if I don't really mean it and so forth? We like to use the phrase, fake it till you make it, you know. And again, some people would say, well, but that's hypocritical. You know, what if I don't feel that way? Well, it's surprising. It's amazing, actually, how if you just start a new habit, even in the relational scheme of things, that uh, not only, well, they say anything you do after 21 days becomes Uh a habit, but even relationally speaking, it becomes part of who you are. And with the Lord's help, you really can be different, you right. know, and, and approach your relationship differently than you have and get comfortable with it. Right. I like to equate, um, you know, changing your way of doing things to years ago when you took me to take a golf lesson. And <laughs> we had... I barely remember that. <laughs> it was a long time ago. And um, I, I'd i never really played golf, but I assumed there was a way to hold the club correctly. And I assumed so wrong because when the instructor showed me exactly how to do the grip, uh-huh. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is how, this feels so awkward. I can't imagine even swinging this club, holding it this well, way. Well, he's probably telling you 17 things to remember in your mind. Right. You were probably to, trying to do each one of them perfectly. Right. But. but it still felt completely awkward. It did not feel natural at all. Right. But I remember thinking, if I just get used to this, at some point, this would feel natural. Sure, and at right. some point, you would feel like you're moving forward and changing. And that's what we say all the time in marriage relationship is that, you know, sometimes you got to kind of break out and just do something different. It's going to feel a little bit weird and maybe insincere and mm-hmm. unnatural, but you just keep going with it. And eventually, you'll start to crave that time together. Mm-hmm. And you'll find yourself really kind of wanting to spend time together and it won't feel insincere at all. Yeah. Yeah. Your golf analogy is really a good one. I hadn't thought about that because there's even pro golfers that will take the risk. And I mean, this is their career to to change their grip or change their uh, putting stroke or, you know, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. And it can be a real frightening thing for them to do professionally. And the most interesting thing about that story is that I have not played golf since we took that lesson, which was, I don't know how many years ago. So, You're such a natural athlete, though, and I mean that <laughs> seriously. You're the type of person that can just try things a couple of times and you're already good at it. Well, I'm going to go off script here for a second ask you a question. Out of the four things, the focus, the asking questions, the caring for one another, and the um, moving into a routine, easing into a routine, what do you think is the hardest one for you personally when we haven't been in a, when we've gotten out of a routine, a little bit of FaceTime, what did you, what do you think is the hardest one? Probably for me is to focus. Mm -hmm. That's no surprise to you. I think sometimes. (laughs) Because Uh, you're a multitasker. Well, (laughs) see, we have this ongoing debate about whether or not there is merit to multitasking (laughs) and whether or not I'm good at it or not. Um, Kelly and I, well, she doesn't think I multitask well, well at all. In fact, she doesn't think most men do. And she- well, but we did learn kind of a trick a number of years ago is, you know, we tell this story all the time, but it's um, years ago when you used to read the newspaper every morning. Now you are an iPad guy, and so you download everything. But um, 
before and you had to have the paper and like you had say, have you have to read the sports section even if your hair's on fire. We get it, you know. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, you'd be reading the paper. I'd be making breakfast or something and I would ask you a question or start a conversation and you're in that mode of just – you cannot hear anything else going on except what you're reading in the sports page. <laughs> and so I, you know, what I used to do would just, I'd just try to repeat the question or I'd just move into so the conversation. And... and then it was such a waste of breath because halfway through the conversation, <laughs> you'd look at me and go, wait, what? You know, are, are we having a conversation? So now what I do is like, I'll, I'll ask a question or start a conversation and I know if you're listening or not. <laughs> And so I'll just stop talking and moving all together, and there's like this huge hole of silence. And then, then all I of a sudden in... you'll look up and go, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> then I know I'm in big trouble. <laughs> so the multitasking thing, but I just think that's for a lot of people because we, even when we're sitting at home and relaxing, it's just so easy to have your mobile device or the TVs on. Or right. There's so many things that you can just sit, and you're relaxing, and you're chilling, and you think you're, you know, kind of in the moment. But you might not really be focusing on your spouse in those times. Yeah, because of all the media devices, I think really all Americans virtually now have a focus problem. But that's another podcast. So Absolutely. <laughs> the key to all this is to get creative, to do what's going to work for you, and, and just to try it and stay with it. Stick with it. Mm-hmm. You know, set a course for, you know, 21 days or whatever and mm-hmm. see if uh, – Something doesn't change for the better. And pray, too. A lot of people's favorite scripture is that one from Philippians 4.13. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. There are things that may seem hard for you to achieve, but with God's help, you, you really can do anything that he would be in favor of. And God is certainly in favor of your marriage and wants to help you. So if you'd like to contact us, uh, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. You can also check out homeencouragement.org, or you can email us at thehursts, H-U-R-S-T-S, at homeencouragement.org. Also, we invite you to follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Also would like to thank our engineer, Zach Alkire. Yay! And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.